Welcome back. Today it's all about common mistakes people make in English. Let's get started. For those of you who don't know, I am a native speaker who lives in Poland and I love to travel. So I go from Białystok to Warsaw to um Szczecin to Lublin, you name it. If there's a city in Poland, I've been there. And the one thing I always do is to find people who speak in English and have conversations with them because I want to see what mistakes they'd make and if those mistakes are the same mistakes they'd make in Łódź. Um, and if they're the same mistakes they've made in Warsaw, to make sure that it was a common mistake that Polish people make in English. Well, my suspicions were right. So what I decided to do was to document these mistakes um, so that I can help people who are already speaking English or who have a strong grasp of the English language to improve their English and so they won't make the mistakes they're currently making. I've heard these mistakes from a number of professionals who speak very good English, professors, and even other language teachers. I was pretty surprised. But then once I started learning the Polish language, I realized that they're actually directly translating certain stuff. And because of that, it comes out incorrect because in English, we don't, we don't speak like that. So I wanted to just clarify that today. Um, or clarify those mistakes to make sure that if you're a language teacher teaching English to other people, you make sure that you're not teaching them the same mistakes. Or if you're a person who uses English on a day-to-day -day basis for work, you don't make those mistakes and embarrass yourself. Or if you're a person who wants to improve your English, you can then improve your English by correcting these small mistakes you make. Some of them are major, but they're mostly small mistakes but they're very obvious to the person who speaks English very well. The mistakes vary from pronunciation mistakes to sentence structure. Whatever the case may be, you need to listen out for the mistakes you make to make sure that you can correct yourself if you make that mistake or to improve your English. Let us start with pronunciation mistakes. Words ending with ed, yes. Now, this one is actually very common. It's normally more common with people who are just starting out with English conversation. They have a fair grasp at it, but not so perfect. And they make these ed mistakes. What is an ed mistake? It's where, for example, words that end with ed, they keep saying ed, ed, ed for everything when that's not the case. It's actually kind of odd, sometimes embarrassing, because it's very obvious. This is a mistake you cannot make. It's almost like a mistake an English person does not expect you to make. And if you make these mistakes, the words will make no sense. So the person would be grappling to understand what you're saying, because the word doesn't make any sense. For example, a common mistake I hear with ED is climbed. He climbed the tree. I was like, what? Are you trying to say he climbed the tree? Or they'll say, oh, she called me. And I was like, 
Called? Are you trying to say called? So these are the mistakes I hear and I'm like, what? It's kind of unbelievable. But to each his own, it's a mistake. And I'm like, wow. The rule's fairly simple. So for words ending with ed, you find that if the word does not have t or d before ed at the end of that word, then it's pronounced d or like a soft t. For example, climbed. He climbed the tree yesterday. Not climbed. He climbed the tree yesterday. Or looked. I looked at her yesterday. Or I looked at her. Looked, not look at. Or he booked the hotel for us. He booked, not book head. So because there's no T or D before the ED, you just use a soft T or a D sound. But of course, if there's a T or D before it, then you would say ed, like wanted, attempted, attended. So this is a very simple mistake that you should not be making. So I hope you're taking notes. Do not let me hear you saying look ed or call ed or it's just, just don't. It's very obvious and sometimes embarrassing. I sometimes look at people like, why do you make this mistake? You know, it's so simple. I think even if you do make this mistake, you should be able to realize your mistake and correct yourself. But some people really just don't even realize that they made this mistake. So don't, just don't. Another mistake the Polish people make is they say cemetery or cemetery, something to that effect. And I think I understand this one because in Polish, cemetery is cementash. But in English, we have no such word as cemetery. It's cemetery for like the American version or cemetery. You can say cemetery or cemetery, but there's no cemetery. So don't say that. I was like, what the hell is cemetery? I was like, oh, you're trying to say the cemetery or cemetery. Okay, I got that. But there's no such word as cemetery. I, I completely understand where you're coming from with that mistake. But don't make it. Don't make that mistake. Fix that one. No cemetery. It's cemetery or cemetery. Whichever you, whichever pronunciation you want to remember or you remember best, keep that one. But just don't say cemetery. It's cemetery or cemetery. British cemetery, American cemetery. Either one's fine for me. Just do not say cemetery. Then we have the infamous cereal. Now, this one makes me laugh because in Polish, you actually say cereal for uh, like a long series on Netflix. The word is actually series, not cereal. But in Polish, the word is cereal. But I laugh because cereal is what I eat for breakfast. <laughs> like Honey Nut Cheerios, tricks. So when I hear it, I was like, oh my God, are you trying to say series? So if you're watching Wednesday on Netflix, you know, or you're watching Stranger Things, it's a series not cereal. 
So that's another one I hear. It's more common amongst the kids, but I really do hear some adults say it too. So that long movie or film you watch on Netflix is not a serial. It's a series. This mistake I hear ever so often because it is actually one of the most common mistakes I've heard amongst the polls. They say aria. What they're trying to say is area, but they say aria. So the a pronunciation is actually a, the letter, the sound a. So you say area, the area around my house or the city center, um, the area within the city center, for example, or the manufacturer area, not aria, it's area. It's very common. And I think it's because it then again comes from the Polish pronunciation. But in English, we have no such word. It's area, not aria, area. That's also the most common one I hear. And I just want you guys to fix that one for me. For me, please, just do it for me. Just do it for me. I'm tired of hearing the word aria. It's area, area. These mistakes that I'm about to mention are mistakes I've heard in universities and I've studied here in Poland at both the bachelor level and the master's level. And these mistakes keep repeating themselves. And I've actually studied at two separate universities in two different cities. And the mistakes were the same. So obviously, these mistakes are ingrained in people, for example, maybe from their youth or from the teachers they've had before, because they're common, like the word fatal people often say, or professors often say, fatal. And I was like, oh my God, don't say fatal, it's fatal. And this word is a word you use to say that um, something caused death, maybe an accident. The accident was fatal. It means they had an accident and someone died. It's fatal, not fatal. And then another word I hear very often is determine. They keep saying determine. I'm like, oh no, don't, don't say that. Don't say that. It's determine, not determine. And it's a word we use in research and it's um, kind of a formal word. So I can understand why it keeps coming up, but they keep saying it wrong. And I'm like, God, and you know, you want to try to correct your professors, but or at the same time, you don't want to look cocky. So I try not to, but God, I wanted to do it so bad. The word is determine, not determine. And then there's another word that sounds similar, which is examine. And they make the same mistake by saying examine. And I'm like, Jesus, help me, Lord. I'm like, oh, matko, oh, boże. And that's Polish for like, oh, God, oh, God. You know, so I'm like, oh, please don't say that. You know, it's examine. Same principle. Some, they even say delete. It's delete or develop. I'm like, oh God, it's develop, not develop. It's develop. So can you imagine me sitting in a classroom hearing these mistakes and I'm not, I, it's not like I'm not able to say it because I think my professors were very cool. Um, they're very nice. Um, they would actually um, respect my constructive criticism but I just didn't want to do that in front of the students. 
I, I wouldn't want my student to do that, you know, well, depending on how the student does it. So I didn't do it, but yeah, the word is develop, not develop and delete, not delete. So these were some words that really got me. Um, they also, I did political studies in one university and law in another. And in political studies, we talked about like natural resources and stuff. And they would often say natural. I was like, oh God, it's, it's natural. I can see where this mistake would be common because you know the word nature, but then you have AL added to the word and you're like, okay, it's natural, but no, it's natural. So the pronunciation changes, but most people don't change. They don't change that pronunciation. They say natural. And I'm like, oh God, don't say that. So these are some common mistakes I found in universities. Two, to be exact. Other mistakes in universities are like, well, a common one is they're saying interpretate. Um, we don't say interpretate. I think the word they're trying to say is interpret, right? And they say interpretate. And interpretate actually means interpretation, or but nobody talks like that. We say interpret, right? And they keep saying interpretate. I'm like, oh my God, what they're doing. It's almost like a similar um, mistake they make when they're trying to say, for example, what's that word? What's that word? There's another word. Um, yes, medicaments. They're trying to say medication. <laughs> and they say medicaments. And I'm like, what? Are you trying to say medication? Um, and then you have as well when they're trying to talk about um, the prescription, which is the paper the doctor gives you to get your medication, right? Which is called your prescription. Or in Polish, you say recepta. And people often say um, receipt. And I'm like, okay, I can see where you made that mistake, but don't make that mistake. A receipt is paragon, that bill you get from a restaurant or something. But recepta is a prescription. And the things you get from that prescription are not medicaments, even though that word does come from does have a connection to medication. The word is medication. So don't make those mistakes. Those are just a few of the common mistakes people make or Polish people make in terms of pronunciation. Because my research is still ongoing, you know, I'm still gathering information. And as soon as I get those common mistakes, I'll then share them with you. But let's move on to sentence structure mistakes. Now, this one is on a whole nother level. I must say that sentence structure mistakes I get because I think most people who make these mistakes, you can tell that it's a direct translation from Polish. And that's the first mistake you make when you're trying to speak English by translating it from Polish because Polish is a Slavic language whilst English is a Germanic language, two different structures completely. People would say that, you know, Polish is very logical, while English is not very logical. And that's a, the best way to actually, you know, understand the language language, um, and also to understand the differences. You must understand the root of the languages. But the mistakes in terms of sentence structures, they are wild. Um, and they're very obvious too. So I have quite a few. So 
bear with me. I have quite a lot to talk about. So let's start. I've heard a sentence mistake where someone, I think mainly children would say very like. I very like her. And I'm like, oh, you're trying to say really like. But it's like so common amongst children where they say very like. We don't, we don't have that in English. We don't say very like someone. We say really like someone or really like something or really enjoy something, right? Or you'd say, I enjoyed it very much. We can say very much, but we don't say very like. Those two combinations are just not right. And that's a common mistake I hear amongst children. If an adult made that mistake, then they don't either don't speak English very well or they're just starting to learn English. But we don't say very like. We say really like. I really like ice cream. I really like her. Yeah. Or I like ice cream very much. Or I like food very much. But the combinations of very and like uh, doesn't work. It's a mistake. So it's very much or really like. I've also heard a mistake where the person says every of them. And I'm like, what is he trying to say? And when I thought about it, I was like, oh, you're trying to say all of them. So I've heard it not too many times, but it's common nonetheless, because I've heard it in the cities I've been to, and they're trying to say all of them. So I'm like, who did it? Or who hit the boy with the ball? All of them did it, right? They'll say every of them. And I was like, no, all of them. Yeah. Or everyone. Yeah. It's everyone, but not every of them. We say all of them, but everyone. If you're talking about every person that was involved, or you're talking about a group of people and you're trying to say they're all included, we say all of them. Not every of them. That combination is also a mistake. So it's all of them, not every of them. Another mistake I hear is depends off. This I get because it's a direct translation from Polish. Um, in Polish, you say depends off someone or something. But in English, we don't say that at all. So you have to be mindful of that. So if I am saying, for example, I cannot go to school. Um, it depends on what my father says, or it depends on the weather if I go to work today, right? But you don't say depends off. That's Polish. So it's depends, it depends on. So because of this, or based on what happens with this or that person, then this will happen. So it depends on the weather that will dictate whether I go to work today or whatever, but not dictate, not depends off. It depends on. Yeah, so that's another common mistake I hear in adults and in children because it's a common mistake where people do a direct translation and it's, it just does not work in English. Another common mistake is um, other and another, which we, I've spoken about on um, the podcast. So I literally have a whole podcast on when to use other and another. So you need to check that out. Um, one is basically for singular and one is for plural. For example, um, you'd say, I want another bottle of water, which you're trying to say that you have one and you need an additional bottle of water, one more. 
right? Or you can say, I don't like to talk to other people, right? So obviously you're talking about, you're talking about plural things or people, um, other people as in more than one person. So you'd say other people. Yeah, I want to visit other countries. So the fact that you're talking about plural, you use other, singular is one more in addition. But it goes beyond that scope. So I would suggest that you go on the podcast and search for the class on when to use another and other to get more details on that because it's a very common mistake. And I, I thought that I had to do a whole lesson on it. That's how common this mistake is. And yeah, just go check out that lesson and you get the scope on that one. I also hate when people say recommend you. We don't say that in English. You're trying to refer me to somewhere or to refer me to something. You don't say I recommend you. You would say, for example, I recommend Taverna Restaurant. It's great. It's lovely. Or I recommend that you watch this film. It's very exciting, right? But no, I recommend you. So you're trying to refer me to somewhere, right? Or you can say, for example, have you been to Manufactura? I, I recommend it, right? You're trying to say, I think you should go, right? But no, I recommend you. <laughs> I am just tired of hearing that. That one's a very common mistake. And people actually convince themselves that it's correct. Because I've had people debate with me over the fact that it's incorrect. And I'm like, what? So it's, there's, there's no, I recommend you. I recommend Manufactura. I recommend this movie. I recommend trying this flavor ice cream, so on and so forth. No, I recommend you. And don't let anybody tell you that's right. Because it's not. Polish people often mix, mix up what and that for some reason. They would say what instead of saying that. For example, in a sentence, always. It's like so common. They make this mistake at least once in a sentence or a conversation. Even my students, I've heard it from. And they'll say... Um, a blanket, what I have. And I was like, no, it's that I have. And I'm not sure why they do that. Again, it does come from a direct translation of Polish because they constantly make the mistake in the same way. Yeah. Um, if I, if I say I'm talking to some, I was talking to a student about a car and I was saying, you know, I don't like Volkswagen because they do this. And he's like, you know, I, I, I had the same problem, the same problem with uh, a Pojo you know, a car, what I have. And I was like, no, a car that I, I have, you know, and it's, it's, it goes on. It's, it's really hard to even say it incorrectly because for me as a native speaker, I, it's really difficult to speak incorrectly, not saying that we don't, but we quickly realize our mistakes and correct them. But that structure is, I just can't get it. I think someone who is versed in Polish would have to explain that mistake to me but it's very common so if you catch yourself saying that don't this one is if i had a list of um top 10 mistakes and number one would be the most common this would be number one when people say how it looks like 
Oh God. Um, from professors to professionals, the teachers, the students, they all make this mistake. For example, um, they're talking about something and they're like, um, I saw the car, but I don't know how it looks like. And I'm like, no, it's, I don't know what it looks like, or I don't know how it looks. You can't say how it looks like. It's how it looks or what it looks like. So for example, um, I know which bike you're talking about, but I'm not sure what it looks like. Yes, or I know what bike you're talking about, but I'm not sure how it looks. Not how it looks like. How it looks. If I hear this mistake one more time, I'm going to lose it. It's how it looks or what it looks like. On the top 10 list, this mistake would make number two, where people say um, their age. Now, I understand because in the Polish language, you have your age. So you'd say, I have 16. But in English, it's, it's not the same. We say we are our age. So I, I am 16. So this one, oh my God, every time I hear it, I'm like, sweet baby Jesus, Buddha, Allah, Muhammad. I don't even know which God to call on because I'm like, I hear it so often. It's in English, we say, I am 24. He is 24. My son is 24. They are 16, right? So you, the person is his age. They don't have it. They do not possess it. Not like Polish. They are their age. So, and this one is very common from children all the way up to adults because they actually teach this in school the same way. It's almost like they don't even correct them because I've heard teachers do the same. And I'm like, what are they doing? So I think we ought to educate ourselves especially in this very simple mistake that is very obvious for anybody that speak English. We, we would know it's a mistake. It's not like something you pass off. It's like very obvious. And it sounds very strange when a native speaker hears it. So don't do that. I am 16. He is 16. She is 16. We are 16. We don't have our age. So not I have 16. No. I am 16. For the telephone, another sentence structure is to talk about calling someone where um, I hear people say all the time and they're like, for example, I call to my auntie. And I'm like, you call to your auntie? No, you call your auntie. Just call, not call to. People keep saying call to, um, call to the hospital, call to the school. No. It's call the school, call the hospital, not call to. So don't say call to. It's, it's also very common. And I don't like to hear that one. <laughs> I'm like, I think people should know better. It's call the hospital, not call to. We go to places. So we don't call to them. We call them. Simply call. Call my grandmother. Call my mother. Call my wife, for example. Back to categorizing people, I've also heard people say most of people. I'm like, what? This one is where you'd say like most people, not most of people. Remove the off and say most people. Most people in Poland like chocolate, for example. 
not most of people in Poland likes chocolate. That's incorrect. It's most people. Most people like chocolate. Most people drive. Most people live in Warsaw, for example. Another uh, mistake people make is they keep pluralizing words that are actually pluralized in in Polish, but not in English. So in Polish, yeah, it's correct, but not in English. For example, hair. You don't say hairs, like in Polish. You say hair, my hair. You don't count the hair strands on your head, so you say hair. And you don't say men's because one man, but two men. You don't say women's. You say one woman and two women. So women is already plural. You're already talking about two or more women by saying women. So you don't have to say women's. There's no such word. You don't say men's. There's no such word. It's men, women, one woman, two women, one man. Two men. So don't pluralize these words; they're already pluralized. Polish people often mixed the words like borrow and lend. Um, they'll say, "Can you borrow me twenty zlotys?" And I'm like, "Oh, you're trying to say lend me, right? So lend to, borrow from. So um, can I borrow? You would say, "Can I borrow twenty zlotys?" Or can you lend me twenty dollars? So you'd say when you're talking about when you're asking the person for money, you can either say "Can I borrow money from you?" or you can say "Can you lend me money?" So you have to understand these two words to get it. I think I have to do a separate lesson on lend and borrow because you, I have to give more examples of how to use it. But we say, "Can you lend me twenty dollars?" That means you are asking someone to give you twenty dollars until a certain date. And if you say, "Can I borrow twenty dollars from you?" It means the same thing, but you're just using a different word. But the context is different. You use "I" when you're talking about、um, getting money from someone, and you're using the word "borrow," but you use "you." When you're talking about getting money from someone, and you're using lend, can you lend me? Can I borrow? Dash. So you have to. It it's a little bit more complex. You have to practice that one. But I don't like to hear borrow me. It we don't say that. So just don't don't say that. The same thing goes for learn me. Whilst in old English people would say learn me, and it was actually grammatically correct. Today we we don't talk like that. We say teach me. So if someone gave you、um, lessons, whatever it may be, or taught you something, or gave you knowledge, they taught you. So the person teaches you, right? So they didn't learn you, even though it's grammatically correct. We don't talk that way. We don't speak that way. We learn from, and someone teaches another. So we'd say he taught me, or she teaches me. How to cook, right? I learned how to cook yesterday, or I learn. I'm learning how to cook. That means you're getting the knowledge. And if I say I learned, I got the knowledge the day before, the week before, the month before, etc. In the past tense. But she teaches me. 
she's giving me the knowledge or she taught me, she gave me the knowledge already. So not he learns me or she learns me. No, no, no. He teaches me or she teaches me. That's the correct thing. And the last one is say someone. Oh God. Um, this is actually, I elaborated on this in a separate lesson on say or tell because people often just often use this word incorrectly by saying, oh, um, he say me that you're not coming to class. And I'm like, are you trying to say he told you that I'm not coming to class? So the person wanted to say, he, he told me that you're not coming to class, but you say something and tell someone. So you'd have to go to my lesson of say and tell to get an in-depth um, review on how to use say and tell. But it's also a big mistake. People don't know how to use say and tell. And it's a common mistake amongst the polls. Now, these mistakes are very common. And I kid you not, I've heard them in more cities than one. And amongst the polls, it's, these are the most common I've gathered. And I think it's very important that if you're looking to improve your English or you want to be more fluent, you want to sound more accurate, you work on these mistakes if you make any of these mistakes. Because for me, or, an, or any other native speaker, they're very obvious. And honestly, I don't like hearing them. Sometimes they're somewhat annoying, especially if the person who is speaking claims to speak English very well. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't give the vibe that you actually do, because those are simple mistakes that you should not be making, or common mistakes that I should not be hearing from a person who is very proficient in English, or who teaches English. Can you imagine? I've heard this from teachers who teach English. And I'm like, what? How can you teach English and you make these mistakes? It, it's somewhat embarrassing at some point, but it's all about learning because my Polish isn't great. I mean, it's rubbish, to be honest. So who am I to say? But it's the same. I would want the same feedback if I was in that person's shoe. So if you make these mistakes and you're looking to improve your English, Start practicing and keep practicing. They will come. But for now, fix those mistakes. Do not let me hear those mistakes from you. So if you see me anywhere on the road, on a tram, on the train, you know, on a Flix bus, and you see my, and my face looks a bit weird, maybe you're saying something that's incorrect. I'll try not to show it too much, but I just cannot help my emotions. So, so just don't. Just don't. Practice practice, and practice some more. That's it for today. If you like the podcast, please remember to like, share, and subscribe, and also leave a star rating. Until next time, remember, practice makes perfect.